Hey there, lady. You're tuned into Wine and Gine, a lively woman's health podcast hosted by two licensed midwives, Kelly Pappas and Tiffany Alblinger. We're dragging every sister, mom, and best friend on our mission to make chatting about the female body and everything that comes along with it a normal and amusing thing. Grab a glass of wine with us while we flex our vagina expertise and dish on women's health topics each episode. Remember, you too can be a vagina expert because you have one. Welcome back to Wine and Gine. This is episode three. Woo! So, if you are just tuning in, you're going to have to scroll it back after this so that you can hear our very first episode, which was getting to know me, Tiffany, and me, Kelly. Yeah, and we're your hosts of Wine and Gine. We're licensed midwives in San Diego, Mm -hmm. and um, we're here to speak information about women's bodies, start discussion, normalize all of these things, and today's discussion is about alternative menstrual products. One of my favorite topics. This is a, one of my favorites. This is kind of a yeah. hard one because there's no way to limit it to one oh, no. episode, and how do we know this? <laughs> uh, well... Both personal, you know, experience and also through our own wine and guine experiences with uh, our in-person groups, how much women really want to talk about this and how they all recognize that, like, their bodies are different and all of their questions and, you know, what works for them and their body and all the things. Yeah, yeah. This is a discussion starter for sure. So what we're going to cover today is... Just the available products out there, and then you'll hear us land on menstrual cups in particular. That seems to be the one that generates the most discussion. For sure. um, Because either people love it to death, and me, will never go back to anything Mm -hmm. different. Or they want to be in the love it to death club, but they just can't yeah. get there. There's something that's holding them back. There's stuff, yeah. right? So we're going to talk about the stuff. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the benefits and all of that. Um, but to start out with, um, what are some of the, when we say alternative menstrual products? What are we? What are we getting alternative from? Like where are we go? What are we trying to move away from? We're basically getting away from like more toxic, you know, tampons with like this certain type of applicators, things like that, that we're trying to keep your bodies as, you know, healthy and clean as possible. Right. So ideally, uh, just different ways besides what you see on every, you know, commercial. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, Cause exactly. everything about what's on commercials for menstrual products, uh, most likely is not the best for your body. Yeah, right, because they have to bleach the cotton to make it mm-hmm. quote-unquote safe for you to put it in there. Yeah. Do we need bleach in our bodies? Probably not. Um, but because it's a commercial product, they're going to make the most money out of getting you to buy more. Oh, I mean, for sure. One of the things that we should have figured out before recording this is, like, 
how much that industry oh, makes yeah, I can't off of that. us buying a bunch of disposable products every single month, right? right? Yeah. So it's a huge motivator. It's just financially, but also sure. it's rebellious. It right? is. It feels like we're going against the system or something. Yeah. It just, and it feels you like, I am a woman. Yeah. <laughs> and, know, there's something like... Uh, very... It's a little feminist. Yeah, it is. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not gonna give you my money and yeah, right? put this crap in my body. And... and I'm not gonna Amazon Prime all of my tampons, like, the night before when I realize that they're all gone and I don't have any. What am I gonna do? Right? Like, right. I'm not living that life anymore. No, we're not. Um, so... <laughs> so the things that are available. Yes. Are the menstrual cup, which we've already mentioned. Yes. There's a gaggle of those. We'll get into that. For sure. All different types. Um, what else do women um, try outside of pads and tampons? So there's cloth pads mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, mama cloth, which is what a lot of people call them, that some people love them. Um, it's like reusable uh, pads, basically. And um, what is that made out of? And like, have you used that personally before? I personally have not. Me either. I've just never been much of a pad person in general. Yeah, right. That's just not kind of my thing. No, it's not mine either. Maybe it's our generation a little bit that we're Maybe. like, let's try to keep it as tidy and concealed as possible. For sure. Um, I jam. Right. But, yeah. the, but the cloth pads, they're, the idea is that they're reusable and that you can put layers of cotton and wool on top mm-hmm. of it that yeah. makes it absorbable. And then they usually have like little snaps on them that get on. So they like, don't keep like, on your underwear. Yeah, they don't get anywhere. And honestly, the women I know who use them consistently love them. Yeah, like love them. Yeah, so it works for yeah. a lot of women. So you realize like you have to see what works with your lifestyle, with your comfort, and all of those things. Because we might love cups, and yeah. you might love cloth, and that's wonderful. Totally. Right? Some people don't want to put things in their body. Yeah, that's a thing, right? And I'm, They'd rather yeah. not mess with it. So the cloth pads, you throw them in the washing machine. Yep. Easy. Okay. What, what are some other there's, things? Um, there's, under, like, specific period underwear. That's a thing. I'm sure you've probably, like, if you have Facebook or Instagram, you've probably seen their ads as you're scrolling by because they know you're a woman and you're, you know, going to have to deal with this at some point. Right. Um, and so those are somewhat similar to the cloth in terms of like the absorbability, not mm-hmm. putting anything in your body, except you're, it's literally, you're just putting on underwear, um, that then is holding all of the goodness in there. Yeah. So what do you, I, I don't know. Cause I haven't used that either. Have you? I have. Okay. Yes. I actually have a pair. Are they the um, brand? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's very popular. Which I'm pretty sure I got suckered into on Instagram or something. And I actually like it. I just personally don't use it as like my only yeah. thing. I'll put them on on like the first day of like, like the heaviest day of my period. Okay. For like a little extra leak reaction. Yeah. Just in, just in case, like in case I can't change it in time or yeah if I insert I don't know anything just so that I feel more confident about it so is the idea that like it just all that protection hugs closer to your body and so there's less likely to shift around and cause leaking off of the pad it's almost like uh wearing a diaper or something just a really comfortable one like it's gonna hold everything in there more coverage less bulk yes got it exactly okay so when you when you get these when you soil them, which is just what they're for, right? You need to have you got to take off your pants and yes. like change the whole thing. Yes. Okay, so that's one of the downsides. But women love them. Oh, for sure. Yeah, 
And again, it's one of those things, like if you're not into, um, putting anything in your body, mm-hmm. it's, it, they're super comfortable. You don't feel like you're wearing any a giant, giant hat. Yeah. Yeah. And it does not feel like a diaper. It's nice and soft and all it that. It wicks so. moisture. For sure. You don't, o- you really, I, again, I only use it with a, um, with a cup, so I'm not letting all of, you know, the majority of the blood in there, but it doesn't feel like you're sitting on in, a pad. Yeah. yeah. Or like blood. in your own stuff. Stuff. Cool. Yeah. So that's a thing. Yeah. What else? Um, sponges, little sea sponges. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's probably. That's a little out there. Yeah. I would say that's the one that most uh, of the people that I know either haven't tried or are like. Not going to. Not like, we're like, <laughs> mm, yeah, I'd, I'd rather reuse my cloth or yeah. something like anything. Have you um, tried a menstrual sponge? I have not. Are you a little bit curious? I kind of am just because. The very few people I know who use them swear that they are Same. really wonderful. Same. But it's just, I don't know. Maybe it's a mental piece. Maybe it's, yeah. Or I'm just happy with what I use. That's so another no thing. Need. Yeah. I, when, when I was looking at pictures of that, to mm-hmm. try to like really grasp what it was that women were loving. Cause like yeah. I said, like you said, I've got a couple friends who are just like, no, that is my favorite thing. Right. Um, I think it's the, I think it's the fact that, like, it's this round sponge. Like, it's literally a sea sponge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we say sponge, it is it's a sponge. It is literally from the yeah. sea. And it's round and, um, like, has those little, like, holes in it. Right. So you squeeze it to insert it into your vagina, and then it kind of expands in there. Mm-hmm. Absorbs the Soaks blood, things. Yeah. yeah, and then you take it out, wring it out, wash it out, and do it all over again. Yeah, and I think the sponge has been around for quite some time. I would love to have been the person who thought, "Look at this sea sponge. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I can put this in my vagina, and if yeah. it'd be helpful for me." I just, I'd love to be like a fly on the wall of that yeah. situation of like, we'll see what happens. Yeah, right, and then it working, and then yeah. being super excited. Yeah. That's awesome. It is. Okay, now the thing that I did learn about this the sponge is that it um, it's only reusable for a certain amount of time. Mm. So I think they ask you to throw it out and get a new one like every six months or something like that. Gotcha. Yeah, so that kind of goes into a factor when people are trying to um, choose something. But let me get us a tiny bit off topic here because you yeah. just reminded me <laughs> of something. <laughs> I like going off topic. Okay. Um, have you ever, like, started your period and not had your normal supplies on hand? And, like, that, what what you decide to do in that circumstance, that could be an alternative menstrual product, right? Yeah, not one that I would, um, particularly want to continue using. No, it's an emergency only. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's definitely been times where I'm like, how much toilet paper can I wad up Uh and put here and hope that it stays in place and get to wherever I need to get to as quickly as possible. Like a CVS. Yes. As quickly (laughs) as possible. Yes. Okay. Have you ever made a tampon out of toilet paper or any other absorbent material that was not meant to be put in your vagina? Uh, I have not. Okay. But I have I a have feeling you once, have a story. <laughs> I have once. This is my mom who taught me how to do this. Okay. Okay. She, Resourceful. I know. She's really great. She was like, yeah. And I think she actually showed me. She's like, every woman needs to know how to do this. So, of course, I like, was like, yes. my mom knows these things. <laughs> so, the first time I did it, 
I don't know what, I don't know where I was, but for some reason I think I was camping or something like mm-hmm. that. It was not a long-term solution. But <laughs> I'm using camping toilet paper, like in yeah. the camping bathroom. So I rolled it up just the way that she showed me too, right? And it worked really well. Like it was super absorbent, like way more okay. absorbent than you would think, yeah. right? Here's the problem. Getting it out. Oh. Yeah. There's so much fishing. Oh, yeah. And then, I don't know, like, I probably still have remnants yeah, of toilet probably, paper in there. <laughs> just floating around, <laughs> waiting to come out. Yes. But mostly the wadding in the underwear, right? For sure. Or yeah, like that's a thing. you started in your underwear, and you're like, yes. oh, let's try to keep this off the pants until we yes, for get sure. a thing. It's like a... Um, when you over saran wrap something, <laughs> just wrap it around and around and around and around. It's always Oh, for sure. It's never, it never, the stuff never happens at home. Uh, it's always when you're out and you're like in the fancy, defenseless. Yeah. Or like in your white linen pants yes, or something. Yes. Right. Whatever. But you're like walking around, you're like, everybody knows I'm on my period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody can see it mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. They can't, but no. you think they can. Yeah. And yeah. you think these things only happen to like teenagers who are learning how to manage yeah, their no, cycles. Not at all. No. What's so funny is I went to an all girls school for high school. <laughs> so you would think just like a bunch of girls would like all the whatever. Time. Oh my word. Like there's so many times where like girls would have like like blood on their skirts or you know whatever like that for sure happened to me too like you just don't you're like trying to figure out your period or how heavy it is or how many pads or tampons or whatever to bring to school and you don't have them whatever oh man yeah but but you really it doesn't always change no (laughs) because you sometimes I'm surprised I'm like dang that's a lot of blood yeah and here's the other problem with the circles that we find ourselves in, mm-hmm. it's hard to find a tampon sometimes. Oh, for sure. Yes. <laughs> yeah, if you start, if your, you period, start your period out, like, oh, let me take my cup out. out and cup, <laughs> you're kind of like, do you have a tampon? No. Do you have a tampon? Do you have, um, hello? No. Nobody's got yeah. an action. No. No. I don't carry them. Not at all. Okay, let's get back on track. Yes. What are the reasons that people would want to get away from the alternative or the commercial products besides like the toxicity in the products and just like the general cost of having to replenish those products every month. Yeah. I was going to say money would for sure be one. Yeah. Um, but the eco-friendly nature of it, not throwing away Mm -hmm. something every, you know, few hours or however often you need to change that. Um, not having to Amazon, now it, you know, whatever, like not running out of something and just having it available. Um, for me, when I started using it, it was a little, it was about the toxicity and those things. Uh, but it was also about having, I had a ton of cramping and somebody had suggested, Hey, like if you try a cup, that might really help. And it was like night and day for me. Yeah. Like it was a massive shift in my discomfort during my period. Nice. Like it was Immediate and immediate, yeah. and it was very clear. So, so something um, about having cotton in your vagina was causing extra cramping. Yeah, whatever that was. Which I never. I just figured this is just having your period. Yeah. Right. Yes. That's just what it is. Yes. Lots of us believe that yeah. our dysfunctional periods are normal. Yeah. We'll have to do an episode about that someday. For sure. Dysfunctional periods, not normal. I like also, like, when I'm in a bathing suit or something like that, that I 
I just remember in high school, I took a picture with some girlfriends. We were in, no. um, yeah, like we were in Palm Desert or something, and I looked oh. back on the picture and I was like, and there's a tampon <laughs> string coming out of my bathing suit. That's like so embarrassing. Nobody so. taught you the up through the labia. Trick. I think they. I must have. Yeah, I don't know. I had a friend who used to trim them, and I was like. That was oh, very! I don't think I would. Dedicated. Where do you just keep a little scissors in your? <laughs> like, wow! Let me get my tampon scissors. Yeah, out. Like the little tiny one. Or just stuff it into your vagina. Yeah, I think but that's that like come out. I think that's probably what I did. Yeah, and it just happened to come Oopsie. out. See, embarrassing. Yeah. That was so embarrassing. Yeah. Um, along the lines of reduced cramping, a lot of women also say um, it reduces other symptoms of all kinds of things yeah like, like length of period uh-huh mm-hmm. yeah or nice. heaviness like that makes absolutely no sense to me physiologically yeah but it's it's definitely a thing yeah things yeah. and um we even have somebody who told us once it decreased their utis their urinary tract infections yeah. to start using a cup instead of tampon something about the tampon was just transition or um transporting bacteria to her yeah. urethra or something and that's one of those things too i'm like wow how did that go yeah yeah so that's cool so a lot of like just improved health benefits in general for sure right? i definitely feel like when i started i started using a cup like before i even you know started midwifery school and all that i felt like way more connected to my body too yeah like i understood my body a little bit more when they said, like, do this and it needs to go up against your cervix, at first I was like, I don't really even know where that is. Yeah. And, um, and so it definitely helped me understand, like, the landmarks of my body and how, you know, how it all works. Yeah, because you have to put your fingers in your vagina to yes. use the menstrual cup. You have to. Yeah. And you have to be okay with, like, blood. Yeah, getting <laughs> on your fingers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and um, the menstrual blood comes out of the cervix itself. Yes. So, so when you see this blood coming out of your vagina, you might just think like, it, you might not make that connection. It just might seem like it's just this big mess and it's just flowing all over the place and it just needs to be contained somehow. But when you put a cup in, it actually collects all the blood that comes yes. out of your cervix if you insert it correctly. Right. And so it really does kind of decrease that giant massacre type experience oh, for sure. because it's all getting in one spot yes, exactly. instead of getting all through your vagina before coming out yeah. all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, a lot of women also do say that it um, holds more having a cup in. Yes. And so it decreases their anxiety around changing the items. Yes. One of the things that I learned about through conversation in midwifery school was about um, companies that put out, you know, tampons and whatever, that uh, their products are actually made to look like they are more full than they really are. Oh. So that you have to change them more often right. so you need to buy more, which makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's like a dirty little trick, but it makes sense that they're make, trying to make money. Yeah. Um, so it, it makes perfect sense. Like, it one looks like it's fuller. It has less of a capacity to hold um, fluid. Yeah. And, and it actually is pretty cool connecting with, like, how much blood is actually coming out of you. I was just going to say know? that. Yeah. Right. Because you might think that you have, a, like, a really heavy period because of the other physical symptoms you have. Or it just might seem like there's just lots of blood at first mm-hmm. or something. Which I thought I would put myself in a heavier period category. Mm-hmm. But once I was actually measuring what was happening in my right. cup, 
And what is the average amount of mm. menstrual volume? I think it's like an ounce. I was going to say an ounce. Yeah. For the entire period. Yeah. And so once I added it up, I was like, oh, this is actually not right. that much. Yeah. Which yeah. is pretty crazy. Yeah, it is. Because when you look at it through tampons and whatever, you're like, oh my gosh, like there's just so much All everywhere. of this. The material, yeah. yeah, full of blood. But it's, it's the similar thing. Like if you have an ounce in a sh- you know of water in a shot glass of water, right, in a shot glass, water in a shot glass. What you're putting in your shot glasses, <laughs> um, you see that and you're like, that's not that much, right? But then if you spill it on like the table and it yeah. goes everywhere, you're like, there's so much water everywhere. Yeah, it's the same amount, just looks so different. true. Absolutely. There's your little science lesson. Today. Yeah. Well, we use that metaphor sometimes too with like baby spit up, right? When people right. are like, my baby's been vomiting. Yeah. And you're like, well. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. The volume always looks like more. For sure. Okay. So what are some of the menstrual cup um, brands out there that are most popular? Because yes. there's so many. There's so many. Yeah. Um, I would say the one that I hear about the most, the one that I personally use, is Diva. Same. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually, I bought a couple different brands thinking I was going to need to, like, mess around. Yeah. Tried the Diva first, loved the Diva, yeah. ended up giving away the other cup. And okay. the other person was super happy with the cup and continues to use it, so that's good. That was um, new in the package. Yes. <laughs> that's important. <laughs> that is very important. Don't share um, your Diva cup. Yeah, that's no. a personal item. Yes. Uh, but Luna, Luna cups yep. are another one. Mm-hmm. Um, Ziggy, mm-hmm. Lunette. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of those, I mean, there's a million more. So much. Um, but those are the ones that are most popular right now. Yeah. Yeah. Which could change tomorrow. tomorrow right? Um, and they all have different sizes to them too. And I think that's super important as well. So they're like all the brands and then there's in particular, you can get a specific brand, but a specific size depending on, um, if you've had a baby Mm -hmm. or not, um, you know, yeah, that's most of it. It's yeah. just like they're usually differentiated between whether you've had a baby or not. Which to say also, I did have a client who had her fifth baby and then tried um, menstrual cups afterwards uh, and ended up having to get like the smallest mm-hmm. size. So just because she tried the uh, ones for after you've had a vaginal birth right. and it did not fit her correctly. So yeah. just because it's that size and you fall into that category doesn't necessarily mean it's going to fit your particular body. Yeah. I've heard that too. Yeah. So that you, you'll hear us mention that in our troubleshooting tips about, um, if it's not working for you, mm-hmm. g- dial it back to size or dial it forward to size. Maybe you haven't had babies yet. Yeah. And the reason it's not working, is just not the right size. Right. Maybe you have a giant vagina. <laughs> no shame in your vagina size yeah. game. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Which, if you want to explore more information about yes. normal anatomy, jump back to episode two. Because that is where we, we talk about... We take you on a wonderful journey. <laughs> that's where we talk about how normal different body parts can be. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Cool. Yeah. Um, so what are the reasons that people hesitate to try the Diva Cup? Um, I think, I mean, we spoke about, like, you have to be okay with your body and getting mm-hmm. blood on your fingers and mm-hmm. all of those things. And usually women want to just be, like, they want to make this as, like, clean an experience as possible. And mm-hmm. They're, like, trying to sort of differentiate. Like, I don't really want to, like, touch the blood and whatever. Mm-hmm. So there's a major hesitation there, mm-hmm. I would assume. Right? Yeah. Um, 
like being freaked out about leaking and mm-hmm. bleeding on your pants or something in public. And I mean, anytime you try something new, you're like, I hope this works. Right. <laughs> like, I really, you know, really yeah. hope it works. Um, and I know the first time I sat down with mine, I was like, okay, let me read these instructions 15 times. Mm-hmm. And I'm still not quite sure I know what I'm doing or not. And, you know, just take some trial and error. So, like, the idea of not knowing what you're doing, going from, like, a tampon that you've used since, you know, you started your period Mm -hmm. however many years ago, whatever, it can be, you know. Different. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I tried the Diva Cup after I'd had kids. Mm -hmm. I was already in midwifery school. I'd already helped plenty of women Mm -hmm. have babies. Yeah. And was very familiar with anatomy and still I was really concerned about how yeah. this all was going to turn out. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And it takes some troubleshooting too. Yeah. So, um, some of the tips that we give people when they're trying it, I mean, is just like, just look at the instructions, mm-hmm. talk to some of your friends who have used it already because everybody has their own little tricks that they yes. use. I know. I always tell them like you sit on the toilet and you zip forward and you like lean like this and you put it in, you know, like yeah. very specific that works for my particular body. Exactly. Though, because that particular stance or whatever might not work for your body. Or, no. Right. Exactly. If you're trying to troubleshoot, it's, it's good to get ideas. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But making sure one of my like big things was making sure to like fold it. Yes. Like, Make sure it was folded well yes. when inserting. Right. And there's instructions that come with right. it. Right. And tells you very show you how, how to do to that. Do and still and you're just, looking at it and you're like, uh, I just don't know how that's yeah. going to happen. When you look at like the open cup and you're like, eh, yeah. how does that work? It doesn't seem like it's going to yeah. fit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. When that, when one of our friends said she thought it was just going to get like lost in there forever. Yeah. Yeah. Incorrect. It won't. It no. won't get lost in there. There is an end to your vagina. Yes. <laughs> it is not an endless uh, gaping situation Cavern. in there. Yes, black hole. Um, but we. I definitely tried it. Like the maybe the second day when I was having some trouble putting it back in, um, I got into the shower and just tried it a bunch of times because I was like, here at least I'm like feeling clean you know, yeah. and like can just let everything, you know, everything go. Yeah. 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 And a lot of people too say like, if you're having trouble with it the first time, it's usually the first day of your period where you're like, I'm going to get this thing out the next yes. time I start my period Yeah, and you get it. And it might be your heaviest day. Like a lot of women's yeah. first days of mm-hmm. their period. And so they're trying it and, um, it's just messy and yes. everything's a little bit tender down there and all of that stuff. And so that might not be the best time to try it, especially if it's a little time. bit yeah. challenging. Sure. So getting in the shower kind of like helps that you not feel like you're going to get blood on everything. Yeah. But there's like a little lubrication with the water and yeah, you can get your leg up on something and you're naked. And right. so I can definitely see that yeah. helping for sure. Um, some of our friends too have said trying lube. Like mm-hmm. using like coconut oil or just like yeah. KY jelly, yeah, just so that you kind of Which decrease the friction and it just goes up and down easily when yeah. you're you know kind of playing around with it a little bit. When inserting things into the vagina, a little lubrication is always yeah. We can you know, encourage. Yeah, we cannot stress that yeah, enough. Right. <laughs> and if you're worried about that, like if you're having sex or it's painful or something like that because of like a lubrication issue. It's a great time just to put a bunch of lube on there just so that you're not even 
thinking about it or worried about it. Yeah, so absolutely. That's a whole different episode to talk about that, too. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, what, are some other, what are some other troubleshooting tips? So you're reading the instructions. You mm-hmm. try to put it in. It doesn't feel right because, like, maybe it's uncomfortable or it's putting pressure in a certain place or you think you got it in the right place, but then you're going throughout your day and there's a little bit of leaking. Mm-hmm. Um, well, certainly like we talked about, like trying the different sizes and all of that, but in terms of like that day trying things, uh, for sure the folding it when you're inserting it, the spin while you're opening it, I think is super important. But what I would always do, uh, is insert it, do the little spin so that you feel like it kind of suction up. And when I stand up, if I feel anything, I sit back down and I take it out and I try again. Because you shouldn't feel it. It should just be in there collecting. You might be able, like, to be a little little aware of it, but you Mm -hmm. shouldn't feel it tugging or pulling or anything. Because there's been a couple of times where I've inserted it incorrectly and stood up and been like, whoa, this is too much for me. Yeah. Yeah, You can almost feel it, like, pulling down your cervix. One of my tips for me and my vagina and my cervix is I felt like I was getting a lot of leaking because I wasn't getting the enough suction. Mm -hmm. And so I would do that spin trick where I know that it's like freely moving in there. And I would feel with my finger all the way around to make sure that I couldn't feel my cervix anywhere outside the cup. That would let me know that it was inside. Mm -hmm. And then what I would do is I would take two fingers and pinch the cup and kind of let some of that air out. Oh, and okay. it, and, and then, it kind of makes like that positive pressure up onto my cervix a little bit more. Yeah. And that decreased a lot Sorry. of leaking for me. It was just to like, it's like, makes like a little queef in your vagina yeah. and that's how you know you did it. That's how you <laughs> score. You got that air out. Um, and that's what, that's what helped yeah. me with, um, my leaking. I've also heard, uh, friends say that they have flipped theirs. So the, like inside out. Um, so there, the cup will come and you'll see it and you'll be like, okay, this is how it's supposed to be inserted. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have friends who have flipped theirs inside out to insert. And apparently it's been wonderful for them. I've never asked anybody like why that works. I don't really understand the mechanism of that either. Doesn't it seem uh, like it would increase the, the size on the inside of the cup it would, or decrease? I don't, and it seems like it would be harder to both insert and take out, but... Maybe it holds it open wider, so it, it opens more in the vagina. We're going to have to figure that yeah. out. I'd like to know. I'd like to know, too. Yeah. So There you go. Yeah, right? Um, so... Let's talk really briefly about, like, mishaps in public. So people are, like, really freaked out to use this and then go into public. Yes. And it's because they're afraid that they're going to have to change their cup in public. Yeah, and how do which you happens. Do that? How do you do that in a public bathroom? So what I do is, uh, you know, use a restroom, take out the cup, pour the blood into the toilet, reinsert the cup. Mm-hmm. I have a little bit of blood on my hands. So I'll, like, wipe it off with some toilet paper and throw that away. Yeah. I don't wash out the cup at that situation because I don't want to walk out with a bloody cup. And use in, the stink. <laughs> and use, like, this in public. In front of yeah. the I just don't want strangers. To. Yeah. So you don't have to walk out in front of everybody and, yeah. uh, and do that. So cool. that's what I do. Okay. Yeah. Um, some women also, they take wet paper towels with them inside the stall. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. 
So they'll yeah. go, they'll grab some paper towels, get them wet in the sink, go into uh, the yeah, I'll do stall that. with them. I like that. That's a good one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, now that I have a baby, too, I suppose that I will always have wipes with me. So yeah. That's a whole new world yeah. at this point. No, it's so true. Yeah. Um. Okay, so that's almost as much as we can offer in an audio yeah. discussion. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So I want to encourage the listeners who are really trying to figure this out for themselves to locate their friends who have mm-hmm. done this already. Yeah. Right? And if you meet a bunch of friends who are like, I tried it once and it sucked. Just keep, find your friend who made it successful. Don't listen yes. to the other one. There will be friends who, who it will be successful for. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, you know, another thing we can do, too, is invite you over to the Facebook page yeah. that we have. It's called Wine and Gain Community. It's a group, actually, not a page. Um, and you can join that with us, and we can share information, and you mm-hmm. guys can start discussions with some of the other ladies in the group, get even more tips. Even more troubleshooting. We'd, like, love to hear uh, any thoughts that you have about, like, anything that's worked for you for troubleshooting. Mm -hmm. Or if you're just starting out and you're like, this episode has been like, okay, this is what I needed to do. I need to go get a cup. Uh, You know, come share with us that you got a cup and that you're trying it. Or if you've got a sponge, I'd love to hear about it, too. Um, Or really anything. If you decide to get some, you know, uh, period underwear or mama cloth or something. Uh, We'd love to hear about your foray into these alternative options. Likewise. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's one more research, uh, resource that I want to yes. share with you guys. And that is That's called so good. put a cup in it. So if you Google, put a cup in it, put a cup in it, you are going to come across a website that is like a little personal shopper for your menstrual cup. It's going to ask you a couple questions, put yep. you in a couple categories and tell you based off of what you're looking for in your menstrual cup. Yes. Maybe it's more like personal dating and less personal job. Yeah, right. <laughs> what do you need yeah. in your menstrual cup? And it's, it's like gonna, harmony for uh, cups. Yeah. Yes. It's going to match you <laughs> with the one that they think, based off of what you're looking for, is going to meet your needs the best. And so when you hear about all the options and stuff, it's kind of hard to know like where to even start. Yeah. And that's a really helpful tool. It is the best. So we hope you take advantage of it. Yeah, we sure do. If you guys liked this episode, will you leave us a review? This is one of our very first episodes, only number three. And we would love it to hear how you guys are enjoying it and to help other people find us by giving us some ratings. That's it. (laughs) That's it for today. We're going to see you guys next time. Have a great day, guys. The sponsor of today's show is Whole Mother Co., a fun give back shop that includes you, the busy mama, in making an impact with your purchases. Your partnership raises money, promotes awareness, and supports the mother friendly causes you care about. Use code WINEANDGUIDE at WholeMotherCo.com to get $5 off your first order. Wow, Kelly, they made it all the way to the end. What did they win? Lady, you've won a priceless connection with your amazing body that you've been doing your fab life in. Our hope is we've gifted you with some information and perspective you can use. Sharing is caring, and our mission is to make these topics familiar to all women. We bet you can think of three people right now who will find this episode helpful. So be a pal and share it. 
Lastly, you won't want to miss a thing coming up in Wine and Gun, so subscribe to get all the tasty details directly to your ears. Have a great day, vagina experts!